What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's going on fam? What you're going to be listening to is an inside scoop of my team meetings that I run every Wednesday with all my clients of the VU fam. So in this team meeting, we go over your struggles, we go over your wins, and we talk about ways on how I can actually elevate my whole coaching experience so that they can get better results. So stay tuned. If you're not a client of mine and you would like to know more details on how you can join the VooFam, you can send me a message on Instagram at Vision Fitness to inquire more about coaching. Anyways, hope you get value from this episode and let's listen in. Welcome to the team meeting. Uh, we're going to celebrate some wins. So if you're tuning in right now, drop me your biggest wins down below. So first of all, we're going to start off with Cassie. Cassie said her biggest win was staying consistent. And I just wanted to give Cassie some big credit because she's been slaying her nutrition, being on top of her steps, being on top of like her workouts, and her results are absolutely phenomenal. And one thing I admire about Cassie as well is her tenacity and resilience because she recently came back from Mexico and instead of like feeling like she was out of momentum not only she was on track in Mexico she actually got sick after Mexico and she still did not skip a beat she may have taken a step back but still she's showing up she's like stronger than ever she's like being super consistent so that's something I really wanted to shout out Cassie for so Cassie great job at being consistent and by the way if you're in this chat right now I want you to drop some fire down below for Cassie over here all right so, okay, moving on to Jamie. Jamie says, finally got her knee checked. And this is big, by the way, because uh, for those of you who don't know, Jamie, if you don't mind me sharing, uh, Jamie actually is dealing with like a knee injury right now. So it's really limiting her mobility, her exercise movements, etc. So she actually got her knee checked um, today. So I feel like she is um, on the right track to like her recovery process and everything. So all, all the prayers to you, Jamie. I know everything's going to be well. And yeah, this is a step in the right direction. So that's a big win. I'm super freaking proud of you as well. Uh, getting into Tess. Tess, her biggest win is getting in 9,000 steps. Let's go, Tess. Huge round of applause for Tess over here. And Tess, by the way, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Tess recently underwent surgery like not too long ago. Has it been a month yet, uh, Tess? Has it been a month since your surgery yet? I think it, well, Monday was three weeks, so. Oh, okay. So three weeks. So again, similar mm -hmm. to like, I know every time you go through like, let's say you're coming off like a vacation or like a surgery or something like very, um, not like every day, you know what I mean? Like something that happens like once in a while, it's really hard to like get back on track. But the fact that, you know, you're still showing up, you're still focusing on what you can control. You're making the best out of every situation. That's something I really love to see. So great job, Tess. Hopefully the recovery process is going well and you're going to continue to crush it. All right. So keep it up. All right. So we're going to move on to Tony. Tony did not drop a win. So we're going to ask her to unmute herself and share us a win. Tony, what is going on, girl? Give us your biggest win for this week. Oh, I would say just being consistent as well, I think. 
That's Hell yeah. It. What have you been consistent with? Let us know. Everything. Like What's everything? Like literally the steps, the water, the fucking the um, nutrition, the workouts, the affirmations, and yeah, that's it. Boom. There you go. You've been consistent with everything and I've seen it. So Tony, how, how do you feel after like being consistent, like showing up for yourself? Oh, I feel, I feel like I should have stopped dicking around way earlier. Like I should have did this long time ago. Like it's really a mental thing. Like, I don't know why the, like, why I didn't like click into it earlier. That's how I feel. Like, I don't know. Kind of, disappointed, you know- but like, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. I know. I know now, you know, so hundred percent. And Tony, I do want to say one thing too, right? Like, I feel like there's a difference between like knowing what to do and actually doing it. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's that big difference. And Tony, you knew what you had to do. It was just like something that was really holding you back. And that's something I've actually made a podcast on this. It's like yourself. That's the only person. Yeah. It's the only person that's holding you back is you. Right. So the fact that, you know, you recognize that and now you're still moving steps in the right direction, that's a big win on itself. So I'm super proud of you. Keep being you. consistent and keep showing up for yourself. All right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, yeah. Because that's again, if you got yourself in this situation, you're the only person who can get yourself out as well. So right. keep showing up. Proud of you. Thank you. All right. um, I'm just going to open the floor to any struggles right now, any struggles, anything you're currently struggling with. Anyone can go ahead and take the floor. I know uh, we have some new faces whom I haven't seen last week. So let me know any struggles within the past two weeks that you are experiencing. Let me know. And how can I help you? No one has struggles. I see, I see a smirk on like Tessa's face right now. She's it's like, she has something to say, but she's like, Oh, can someone else go first? Tess, go ahead. I don't know. I didn't really want to come to the team meeting because I didn't feel like I had anything to contribute, but. I don't know. I feel like I'm doing good for a while, but then I, I don't know, I talked to Kevin about this before, but I'm doing good for a while, and then I just go down, and then I'm doing good for a while, but I think, um, like, I've been thinking about it, and I think, like, I feel like I'm out of routine because I'm not working, because I feel like when I am working, it's like I wake up in the morning, I eat my breakfast I do my affirmations I like I have all these little things I do but then when I'm not doing that routine I'm out of it and then I feel like I just get off track because it's like I'm home more so I'm like I'm I could just keep ordering food or whatever and then I also like like I have been prepping my food like I do it for a bit but then I fall off track again so like and then at nighttime, sometimes I'm just like randomly snacking. I don't know. Cause I honestly sometimes just feel like I just want to throw in the towel sometimes, but then I actually like, I just came back cause I spent the night at a town and like, I don't know, it was kind of hard to stay on track I found, but I was, I had this like moment when I was in like the clothing store. Cause I was like, I hope one day, like this has kind of been a goal of mine. I hope one day that I can feel like I fit the normal clothes, what I call normal clothes. Like 
last summer I was able to get down to fitting a size large and I hadn't done that in years and it felt amazing. And I know I can get back there, but I don't know, just kind of a little bit struggling this week, I guess. So. Yeah. And a hundred percent. I, first of all, I do want to say like, I appreciate you like sharing that story with all of us. And I know it's um, not easy, especially if you're, again, you're still recovering. Right. And on top of that, you're out of work. You're, you kind of feel like out of alignment or like out of routine a little bit. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. Cause I feel like when I'm at work, it's like, I have like a snack say in the morning, I go to the gym after work. Like, it's all like a routine and it's something I really am missing right now. So, cause I actually really miss work actually, but I have three more weeks, like, or I guess it's two and a half now, I think. And then I'm back at work, but it still feels like a long time. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. So my, again, I really appreciate you. And I'm sure we all appreciate you opening up about this and Again, when it, when you go on like, let's say vacation or you're in like recovery phase and you're out of routine for a little bit, it always feels like, you know, it's tough to get back on track. Right. And I'm sure you're experiencing that right now. Like you find it hard to get your workouts in. You find it hard. I'm sorry. I apologize for my dog barking in the back. I'm not sure if you can hear that, but um, he's uh, he's a crazy one. Anyways, um, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, puppy problems, to be honest. He's still going. But anyways, um. So we're just going to ignore that if you, if we can bear with me. Uh, so my biggest piece of advice when it comes to that, it's like, what is your current routine right now when it comes to like you going ahead and um, again, you don't have work. You're not really working out in a gym. Like what's your routine right now? Are you just like stuck at home all day or what's that like? Well, I actually am feeling a lot better because I actually felt like I could have gone back to work. Like on Monday, I felt like, but right now my routine, like, I just feel like I just want to get those steps in. That's kind of my like goal. So I've been like walking a lot and I feel like that, like mostly try to like go for a walk, like in the morning, kind of, that's kind of my goal. And I'm also doing like, I'm part of another group and they're doing like a step challenge. So that's my other, like, like motivation is like, I got to get my steps in. Cause I want to try to just get more in, I guess. So so if I can get like 8,000, that's good. But like some days I don't get to that point, but I try. And then like, I don't know, like if I have my breakfast prepared ahead of time, I think that kind of helps kind of stay on track a bit. And then my like, I don't know, like if I do prep my lunch, that's good. Because I feel like the first half of the day is good, but then it drops down like at supper time or something. Cause like there were a number of times this week, I would say I ate out and, but I don't have a lot of money to eat out coming up this week. I know. So I know that I won't be, but it, yeah, it's just, yeah. Okay. And I just, I'm just curious, right? Like when it comes to eating out, is it you that's pulling the trigger or is it like your kids that say, I want to eat out? Or is it like your husband's like, just, um, influence your decision? Like who's making like the call to like, go ahead and eat out. I don't know. Like for the longest time, I think it was my husband, but I feel like lately it's been me. 
like being me to suggest it like and I don't know why like I think some of it has been like a way of feeling comfort like because it's like if you're having pain or something it's like you want that comfort or you're like an emotional kind of thing I think but and I don't know yeah sometimes I'm just like I just want that like greasy hamburger or like all the chocolate and ice cream and that's what goes on sometimes but yeah okay and uh, again uh, we appreciate you um saying that right and again when when it comes to like food right like when you eat food you feel that comfort you feel like those um pleasure hormones like kicking in and you get like that you know um endorphins running through you because eating food is satisfying right um again when it comes to like eating food to like cope with your emotions, like coping with pain and stuff, we have to really, again, try to turn to other sources to comfort our other emotions, right? Like we can't just turn to food because it's also like counterproductive, right? Um, and I know me and you, we had this chat uh, specifically, um, for example, like when you're sad, you, you know, you would turn to eat or whatever, right? Like you're angry, you're depressed, like whatever. And this would happen to a lot of us as well. Um, so really trying to find like other activities that you can do. Maybe it's like going for a walk, calling a friend, journaling, uh, watching TV, doing yoga, whatever it is to like find an activity that could still give you like almost like that high of like eating food, but it's not actually, you know, eating food, if that makes sense. Right. And I think like the second part is um, when it comes to like you craving all these like fast foods, like greasy burger, the chocolates and stuff, it really comes down to like, okay, so what are we eating throughout the rest of the day? Because most of the time cravings comes down to like us not feeling our bodies correctly. Right. So the more we eat like fast food and stuff, and then the, it's the more like we actually crave it. And I'm not saying you have to eliminate it completely, but you also have to know like your limits and your boundaries and understand that if you're going to make this a part of your lifestyle, then you also have to make a majority of it like healthy and well-balanced. Right. So that's why I pro I promote, this is what I preach, uh, like the 80-20 principle, as I mentioned. Um, and when it comes to like, let's say you're craving like a burger or something and you're craving like some chocolate or something, right? My best recommendation is like, you can still include that into your, like your eating routine. Don't feel like you have to completely cut that out because I feel like oftentimes when we start having these cravings is due to the fact that we're, we feel like we're, eliminating it you know what i mean if we're we're saying that oh we can't have it and the more we say we can't have something then the more we start craving it more and it's only a matter of time it's like a matter of like willpower now like and you you know like nine times out of ten you're gonna lose because you're gonna give in and it's happened to me in the past right so if if you start coming from like the mindset of like oh i can't have it then it's like well now I can't control it. Now I can't control my cravings and I'm just going to give in and just, I'm just going to throw in the towel. Right. Whereas if you actually plan ahead and was, and you were like, you know what, I'm actually going to treat myself today to a meal. I'm actually going to treat myself today. And 80, 20 says that, you know what, you can treat yourself 20% of the time. Right. So that's something I really want you to like work on. It's like finding ways to like include your favorite foods in moderation without like going overboard and like eating out every single day. You know what I mean? Because like the more you restrict, the more likely you are to binge. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Like, I like prep, like prepared like hamburgers earlier in the week. And like, it was like a nice way of eating out, I guess, and eating at home. But I feel like in a sense, it, I don't know if it like triggered me, but it also like, I don't know, it just, I feel like it contributed a little bit to going off track. I don't know why, but I feel like it did a little bit. Okay. And in what sense, like what sense do you feel like it triggered it? Uh, you wanted to like go out more, a little bit more. I don't, well, I don't know if it triggered me to go out more, but I just felt like, cause I ate it like a few times in a row. And then I just felt like, I don't know. It's almost like I felt like it was binding me up or like it just didn't feel healthy anymore. I don't know. It, Yeah. So like, I think it's okay, but I think maybe adding more vegetables with it as well or something like that maybe would be better. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I felt like maybe it was too much maybe. Okay. So again, like it really comes down to like the totality and like the entirety of like your um, nutrition and everything. If you're only eating burgers, like three day or like three meals in a row, then that's something I don't really recommend because you're going to be lacking like your micro, like your macronutrients, your micronutrients, um, like your fiber intake, et cetera, is really going to suffer. So this is where, again, like if you want to follow the 80, 20 principle, then making like those healthier burgers, I would still like include some vegetables in it. Right. Um, and just understand that, Yes, you're making that, but at the same time, it's not like, oh, you're using this to like replace the real thing. Like if you want a real burger, go ahead and get that real burger. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the main message I'm trying to get across. But if you're making like a healthier, a healthier burger and like it's 80% as good and it keeps your hunger at bay and it's like you're okay with that, it's not going to force you to like go ahead and binge on the real thing then yeah, you know what? Go for it. Like for me, most of the time, if I'm making like healthier foods that I actually like, that's good enough for me. But for some people, it might be different. For some people, they rather have the real thing than to find other ways to cope with it. Like try like 50 different recipes and then they're going to give into the burger anyways. Then I might as well have you give into the burger than trying like trying 50 different things and then still having the burger, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think what I, like, I was trying to figure out, like, because I've been really, like, looking at my tracking, like, with the protein and fiber, and, like, I was doing really good with the protein, like, I don't know if it was, like, last week or the week before, and it was, like, really good, and then all of a sudden, it just, like, I've been really trying to get the protein in, and it's just, like, I'm not getting it in anymore, and I just hope that I can get back there and somehow get it in again. Mm -hmm. And one thing I do want to say, it's like, you will get back there. It's not like you hope you get back there. Like, I want you to start changing that tonality, first of all. The second thing is, I want you to like, start thinking of ways to include protein in every single meal. If your goal, let's say it's only 100 grams, or maybe 150 grams, and you're eating like, let's say three to four meals a day, all you have to do is take the number of protein, like your goal, protein goal, and divide it by how many times you eat per day. And that's how much roughly you should be aiming for in every meal. Like that's a simple way of like simplifying um, how much protein you should get per meal, if that makes sense, right? So for instance, if your goal is 100 grams of protein and you're only eating three meals a day, then yeah, you would have to aim for 33 grams of protein per meal. Make sense? 
Awesome. Awesome. So um, does that answer your question or do you have any other struggles um, going on right now? I think, yeah, that's good. Like, I know, yeah, I will get back on, the, the, on track. So, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Tess, if you haven't already, I want you to watch the training that I did today inside the Facebook group. It covers nutrition. It covers like ways to like make your nutrition a little bit more enjoyable. I feel like um, a lot of it we covered in this call, but you might find a few things that would really click. All right. So that's your homework for uh, today and tomorrow. Um, it's definitely go watch that training. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So now we're going to move on to Cassie. Cassie, any struggles that you're currently dealing with and how can I help you? Uh, no, I don't think I'm having um, really any struggles this week. Um, things, things seem to be going pretty good. Um, I was able to get in my steps when I was working night shift, which is usually um, the two days a week I usually miss. But I, uh, during some downtime, I ended up just walking around the station and walk. Hell yeah. Way to go, Cassie. I love it. And getting in your steps, like, um, especially at work, like I find myself, like, if I'm not too busy, I'm just going to get up and pace around. Right. Um, Cassie, I know you're a first responder, so, uh, I don't, I never worked as a first responder, even though it would be hella cool to do this. So, but, um, what I, oftentimes I would work in an office, you know, like when I was actually working, I would work in the office and some tricks to like actually get in your steps is like, uh, if you have breaks, like sometimes I would have like one hour breaks and I would just go for a walk after my lunch. Like, I don't need the whole hour to walk or I don't need the whole hour to eat my lunch. You know what I mean? Like, let's say it takes me 50 minutes, then boom, I have 45 minutes to get a good amount of steps in. And oftentimes by the time I finish my shift, I already have 10,000 steps, you know, like it's just like finding ways to like optimize your time, even when you're at work. Like if you can multitask, like hitting your fitness goals while being on the job, like this, like that's two birds, one stone right there. Um, and another tip I have, is like your water intake as well. So I would always have like a big water bottle next to me and I would sip on it like every time I look at it. So if I'm at the computer, I'm sipping on water. And then next, you know, every like maybe 15, 20 minutes, I would go to the washroom, but then I would also go to the furthest washroom. So not only I'm getting my water intake in, I'm also getting my steps in. So obviously the more hydrated you are, the more trips to the washroom it is and more steps. So great job uh, getting your steps in over the, the night shifts. And great job with the consistency. So that's something I, I love um, that you're keeping up, all right? Um, but yeah, if you have no struggles, then we're just going to move on to Tony. Tony, any struggles right now that you're currently dealing with and how can we help you? Um, maybe just the water, but I don't know. That's, that's just it. the water? Okay. Yeah. So I believe... Your goal right now, Tony, is two and a half liters of water. So this yeah. is a ninja hack that I always do in the morning. And again, this is going to be different for everyone. But I drink like one liter within like the first 15 minutes of me waking up. Oh, wow. Right? So, yeah, one liter of water within the first 15 minutes of waking up. And mm -hmm. the reason why I do that is because, again, when you're sleeping, your body's like using up a lot of water. You're most likely dehydrated. Right. So your body actually needs that water, first of all. And secondly, getting a good chunk in the morning is actually going to help you stay in momentum and to help you set up for success. Because 
what what do you feel like is easier to do? Chugging a liter of water 15 minutes before you go to bed or chugging yeah. a liter of water like literally when morning. you wake up, when you actually need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. In the morning. And let's say like, I'm not saying you have to chug a liter, but like what I am saying is like getting a chunk, a good chunk of water in the morning and make this like a non-negotiable. Like this is a part of my morning routine. So me getting that water in, it's like, that's already like a quarter because I drink like four days a day. That's already a quarter of my water intake done. So throughout the day, I'm only, technically I'm only thinking of like drinking three liters throughout the day because I'm already like, that one is already done. It's already out of like the way. So if your goal is two and a half liters, I would say like maybe uh, 750 or something or even 500, like start off small, right? And if you can do that, then later on, in the day, you're going to have less worry about like, oh, I got to hit this water intake because you already got a good chunk of it out of the way. Does that make sense? Yeah. And plus, like, I feel like usually I do good because I'll buy like a one and a half liter. And then when I go to the gym, then I could like smash that nothing like with exactly with my workout and then with doing the walking afterwards. So like I get it in. It's just like. Just again, me being more consistent Oh you know, persistent. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing too. It's like, um, for me, it's just, it's just like, I don't even think about it anymore because it's just like a part of my routine. So for you, I need you to like build a routine where it's like, yo, you're not even thinking about it uh, anymore. It's just like clockwork. So let's say you smash like a good amount of water in the morning. Like let's say it's a liter, right? Mm -hmm. So throughout the day, you're only getting one and a half liters. And for me, I can down a liter to two liters easily in my gym session. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right yeah. there, it's it's right there. It's like, boom, your water intake's already knocked out of the park and you're yeah. not even thinking about it. So like taking a sip after every set or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're doing cardio, then yeah, taking a sip while you're doing your cardio or after your walk or whatever the case may be. It's yes. like, you're not even thinking about it because you're pretty much stacking that habit of like drinking your water with other habits that you're already doing. So for example, for me, it's like during my workouts, during my morning routine, during my cardio, like, boom, I'm already smashing my water intake without even like consciously thinking about it. And it also helps to always have a water bottle on hand. And it's funny that I say that because I don't even have my water bottle right next to me right now, but typically it always is right. Like Mm -hmm. insight in mind. I think that's my biggest tip. Mind. Okay. Thank you. Was that helpful? Yeah, it is. Awesome. I love it. And yeah, we lost Jamie. Okay. I'm not sure where she went, but Caitlin left us a message. She said, just wanted to say hi. Can't stay tonight because I'm at work, but have a great team meeting. So whenever you get a chance to see Caitlin again, tell her that we had an awesome time and she missed out on all the fun. All right. <laughs> all right. Jamie said, I might have to jump off here soon my chiropractor appointment. All right. Awesome. So uh, again, today is going to be a shorter team meeting than usual. I do want to say, I appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning into this call. Hopefully you got a ton of value. And by the way, by the way, I want to say a couple of things. Number one, if you have not looked at this month's challenge inside the Facebook group, I highly recommend you do so because there's a big grand prize. Secondly, my podcast, like this is like my new passion right now or not my new passion, but it's like something I've been super consistently trying to build. So if you're actually struggling or if you have any ideas or suggestions that you want to make me like make a topic on, then I would hundred percent do it. Right. Like 
my, the goal for my podcast is to deliver as much value as possible. So if you feel like you're struggling with your mindset, if you feel like you're struggling with your nutrition a little bit, even though I don't go too much into like weight loss specifically, but it's more of like mindset, like things that you can actually work on lessons I've learned, then yeah, you can always ask me. I'm always an open book and I'm always here to serve and deliver value as much as possible. Right? Like at the end of the day, I want to change your life. I want to make sure that you become your best self because I can see from firsthand experience what this has done for me. And I just want to give back as much as possible. All right. So um, listen to my podcast if you haven't already. I know this is like a shameless plug. I know Tess, you highly, you highly support it. I know Cassie as well. So I appreciate you both. Tony, I'm not sure yet, but I feel like you could also benefit from this. So do check it out. And until next time, we're going to end the meeting here if there's nothing else. And I hope you all enjoy the rest of your night. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support. And as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.